This is the Matters of Influence podcast, creating awareness and alignment today to become your best self tomorrow. With your hosts, Debbie Frapp and Terry Foster Nowland. All right, we are back. Welcome, everybody, to Matters of Influence podcast. I'm so excited. I am excited again. So, this is our very first real discussion, right? Yeah, it is. It is. And I think we've got a great topic today around the life cycles of an organization or team, whatever whatever you want to call it. And um, I loved this topic because it's so real and yet we don't ever really look at our teams or our organizations from a perspective of a life cycle. Um, And yet it's critically important. And the reason that it's important is because not only does each stage kind of determine your well-being or, or the health of your organization, it also kind of lets you know where you're headed. And, you know, what we want to do today is give them not only what that looks like so that they can identify where they're at and some strategies of what they need to be prepared for and ready for to keep them, um, to keep them healthy, right? It's just like our own lives. I mean, we go through life cycles ourselves, and um, I, I know I can speak... Um, to say that as I've gotten older, there's definitely been things that have changed in my life cycle as far as things that I used to be able to do that I can no longer do and all of that. And it's the same thing for um, our organizations and our teams. So, right. And I think what we have to remember, you know, what the word cycle represents. Um, when you and I talked about this the last time, you know, a cycle is something that's ongoing. A cycle helps you monitor and be aware of what is ever changing. And you can be in a cycle. It doesn't mean it's necessarily good or bad. It's recognizing where you're at so that you can change that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's that when we say life cycle, I think it just takes me back to what does cycle really mean? We're all in one, no matter where we're at. It's not good or bad. It's just where are we and where do we choose to be? And what's the gap between the two? Yep, and absolutely. I think I think now it's more important to really understand as a business owner where we are, um, because history is showing us that things are changing faster than ever, ever right now. Right. They're becoming very true. Thing, things are becoming obsolete faster. Mm-hmm. And we are, you and I are hearing this pretty consistently in our coaching careers. Um, and just one thing called technology and how that is changing us and changing what we do every day, even changing the time constraints um, on what we do. It actually gives us more time to be even more busy mm-hmm. at times, right? That's very, that's very true. It's very yeah. true. So, so yeah. I just wanted to like throw that out there. Um, because I think that's important to understand. Absolutely. And that's why we wanted to bring this topic to you so that you can identify kind of where you're at uh, and, and what potential next steps you need to do. And just to have an understanding um, about that. So you know what to do with it. So let's, we're going to cover like some stages. And so the first stage is really, it's kind of just getting started or what we might refer to as the launch phase. Um, and this is like when you're first starting a team or when you're first starting a new business, this can be kind of the scariest stage <laughs> because we don't have a clue, right? And if we look at statistics, 80% of startups 
um, have a failure rate. Now, I've got a perspective around failure. I, I think failure is simply feedback, right? So mm -hmm. if something didn't work, um, it's it's not to say that the business is done. It's just to say, um, okay, that didn't work. And we really, um, we've got to go to the next level. And yet there are about two thirds of the new businesses that are launched that never get out of this launch phase. Yeah. So it can be the scariest. And yet I think it's also exciting. Mm -hmm. Um and, and one of the reasons why it's exciting is because we become like so fixed on, on the reason and the purpose that we have for starting this to begin with, the why, mm -hmm. because that's what keeps you from quitting, right? It keeps you from, uh, I don't want to give up because I'm so passionate about whatever your purpose was of why you started the team to begin with. We could look at our own podcast. Here we are starting our own podcast and we're pretty committed to what was our purpose of why we wanted to take our time and to be able to do that? And it had to do with, with both of our missions and visions about the fact that we want to make a difference, a bigger difference in the world. And that's what will keep you going is really having an understanding of your why and your passion. You know what? And that goes back to um, mindset being the most critical factor right now in the getting started phase, Absolutely. you've got to believe in yourself in this phase more than any other phase. Mm -hmm. And mindset is what is going to keep you going. It's what's going to help you see failure being feedback. That's nothing right. more, nothing less. That's right. And what you do with that feedback is what matters. Mm -hmm. And and so I'm glad you said it that way, because right now, mindset is critical. And going back to the passion that you and I have, I believe this is where we've developed in our learning um, internally to know that we can look at feedback, we can analyze it, and we can come out on the other end of what we can do better versus just living in that failure or thinking fail failure is bad. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's three kind of, um, I, I guess, uh, important areas that we need to be focused on during this launch phase. Mm -hmm. First of all, we have to really um, not only understand our why, we need to be passionate about it. And the second thing is, is then we work on the what. what what's our model? Uh, what are our systems? Um, who is our audience, right? Who's that customer? And then finally, we got to search for the who. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. The, it's the it's the why, what, and who. That's right. Of any decision you make or any action plan you create. And of the three, Debbie, wouldn't you say the who's probably the most important? I think it is too, because the tendency here is out of desperation a lot of times. We tend to, um, we focus on the wrong people or we settle for the wrong people uh, because we're a, maybe a startup and, and maybe we don't feel like we can compensate them the way that we need to. And a lot of times we settle for the wrong person or we don't have clarity around who those right people are. Mm -hmm. And the who, surrounding yourself with talent, ties you back into the why. That's exactly right. You got to get people that share the same passion, that can share that vision. You, you've got to be great at uh, being able to articulate it and to create a compelling vision that and a, a compelling purpose so that people want to be on board with you. 
Yeah, if those people aren't motivationally aligned with you and your vision over the next five years, if you both aren't on the same trajectory to getting what you want for your family, for your life, then you may be in business with the wrong person. That's right. That's and, right. and discovering that early or even before, as we've been trained, discovering it before many times of what that motivation is early on yep. is what's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's the first phase is the launch phase. Yeah. Getting started. The scariest. Yep. It is. Okay. So the next phase, uh, uh, you can call it the go-go phase, uh, <laughs> but it's the, it's the blowing and going, right? This uh -huh. is the actual work. And this is where really it becomes fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It becomes really fun. And, um, I love this, this phase because, um, and, and this is, again, where people, the people, the who that you selected in that launch, this is where they really become important because they're going to be the ones to see you through not only that launch phase, but these are your early adopters, right? They bought in at the very beginning. So now you're having fun with them too. Yeah. You know, this is also that phase where you kind of go, wow, this could really work. Uh-huh. Right? That's, <laughs> yeah. Hey. And then it's also the, what if it works? And what you can ignore is as you're moving swiftly through it, because it is working, um, you're going to have to learn to adjust and scale up fast. Yep. Because when it's working, you've got to keep your eye on the ball of what's working and what could you could be doing better. Yeah. So, absolutely. and getting, con getting continued buy-in from not only your people, um, but from your clients to right. me is what serving. is all about what makes this phase happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the fun phase. And, uh, and then of course it leads into the, oh, maybe not so fun phase. We could call it the adolescent phase. So <laughs> think about how awkward yep. that phase is. Right. Um, and this is where we're just trying to hang on. It, mm -hmm. it, it's almost like, oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? It may be too much because one of the, I think one of the key elements to identifying whether you're in the hang on phase is that a lot of times your success has outgrown your systems. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And feelings of, in this particular phase of hanging on could be feelings of being overwhelmed. Yep. It could be exhaustion. Yep. It could be excitement. Sure. Um, it could be stress. And what it reminds me of is when you're at a critical mass between a breakthrough and where you are, you're at the tip of the iceberg and you're like hanging on by your fingertips and it could be you're working more hours yep. and you're just barely hanging on in all areas. And what that screams to me, especially in the coaching realm and when you seek accountability and help around this particular topic, the person that you're working with is going to be the person that helps you see the holes that you can crawl through to get through this phase. Absolutely. I, I definitely think because a lot of times people that start companies and start teams as the founders, they're really great at starting and where they struggle is in this phase because now they've got to maintain. And one of yeah. the other things that I think you may see in this, uh, not only have you has your success outgrown your systems, you may have outgrown some of your leaders. Yeah. Yeah. 
And this is really, uh, that can be really difficult, right? Because this may be people that you've outgrown or the company's outgrown them. They were great at the phase, at the, maybe at the launch and, um, and, and the go-go phase. And now it's kind of like they don't have that next level. And it's really difficult and challenging. Talk about conversations that are needed to be held here. If we haven't helped our people develop along with us, we may find that we have to upgrade our people. We may yeah, because this, yeah, this is where turnover can happen. That's too. exactly right. It's the turnover. Um, it's creating yeah, and, new systems, reorganizing, right? Figuring out, okay, we now need more people. And sometimes we don't know those people that we need. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and we have to be very cautious because this is where some of the people that we've brought on in our business yep. could outgrow us. Yep. And our lid and our thinking isn't big enough. And they become frustrated in this particular hanging on phase. That's right. And they seek greener pastures. Yeah, yeah. So we have to have a lot of courage in this phase, not only to, mm-hmm. to realize our own limitations, to also possibly let go of, of people um, and that we may have started this with, right? And so it's it's a very awkward, um, awkward phase. And it's really the... It's kind of the phase where it's going to determine, are we about to go big or go home? Exactly. This is the make it or break it phase That's, in a sense. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. And then we go into the really good phase. This is where we want to figure out how to get here and kind of stay here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's being in the zone. Oh my gosh, I love that. We've all had those times, even in our own natural lives, right? Where we just feel like, gosh, things are just going, they're just gelling and we're in the zone. And this is like, this is awesome. This is a maturity phase. You feel balanced. Your systems are good. You have flexibility. Uh, It's like everybody's working, like your values are in alignment and everything just seems to really be clicking. And this is where we want to stay here. And yet there's a, a caution on this one. And that's becoming complacent. You know, I just had an aha when you were you you were saying that out loud because this is kind of the this could be as good as it gets for now mm-hmm. phase as well. And in the hanging on phase and understanding that we can go from one level up or one level down or two levels back or two levels forward, this could happen at any given moment or quarter in your business. Mm, this yeah. is kind of going from hanging on being highly entrepreneurial to the zone being working on purpose, right? Absolutely. And when you're working in that purposeful arena, if you're growing as a business leader or you're growing as a business, if you don't fall down a little bit, going Mm -hmm. back to that failure thing, if you don't find systems failing on you at some point, then you probably aren't going to experience growth beyond this particular stage. Yeah. Right. Like it's yeah. here. So you're going to move around from this state. I, I, am I wrong by thinking that could be expected that you're just going to move around and that makes that that's good business yeah, to move no, around as long as you catch it. I, I Exactly. And I think that's why, you know, going through these different stages and, and kind of what are some of those symptoms or what does it look like helps you have the awareness to go, OK, I'm, I'm just hanging on right now. I got to get into the zone. And, and mm-hmm. so to be able to then look at, okay, probably systems, reorganization, and people are going to be the key elements in that hanging on. Yeah, Once breakthrough. I get, yeah, yeah, it's the breakthrough. 
it breakthrough happens between z uh, number yeah, three and number and four. Hanging on mm -hmm. in the zone. That's exactly mm -hmm. right. And when you said don't don't get complacent, don't take yeah. this zone for granted because right. there are economic factors that can sneak up on you. Yep. Uh, yep. Health can sneak up on you. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your mindset can sneak up on you because you're doing so good right now. I'm, I'm knocking it out of the park. There are so many factors that Absolutely. can attack you in the zone. Absolutely. We constantly, even when you were in the zone, we are still vulnerable. In fact, maybe have more vulnerability than ever before because we will get complacent. Okay. It's easy to kind of lose our sense of urgency and to respond. And we constantly have to be looking forward. Where are we going? Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. so this is not about standing still. This, the zone is not about standing still. You've got to have that flexibility um, and you've got to, um, you've got to be looking forward at all times. You've got to keep moving times. the vision faster That's and right. beyond. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I, I had a client ask me this morning, am I, th do you believe I'm thinking big enough? Mm. I loved that. Love that I question. That. Yeah. Yep. Great question. Yep. So we've got, uh, we've got a couple of more here that we want to yeah. uh, go through. So, uh, these, this is like the treadmill, okay, is, is number five. And this is where things start getting a little bit more difficult because in this phase, it seems like we're working harder, but we're not getting the same amount of results. And so, um, there's some, there's three problems that popped up as far as that are present during this phase. Number one, decisions are taking longer. Oh, is that just in this phase? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Progress yeah. is slower, but frustration is higher and frustration is higher. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times what happens in this phase is that we stop taking risks. Like mm -hmm. we, t we took a lot of risks at the very beginning to get this started. Okay. And so sometimes we'll stop taking the risks and, and our buy-in and our purpose and our why kind of begins to deteriorate a little bit. So uh, people, people kind of, they start caring about themselves more and what's in it for me versus the uh, vision and mission of the team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it's um, the the people that were with you in the beginning mm -hmm. maybe aren't bought in as much. That's right. Many That's of right. us have heard that age old saying, you know, oh, it's just not, who, it's just not who we were when we were small or right, exactly. they liked something about that in the beginning that they're not seeing right now in this That's phase. Right. That's right. That's yeah. right. And then number six, uh, uh, this one, this one's not fun. It, it, it's not fun anymore. It, it's the mud. Ooh. Yeah. Don't get yeah. stuck in it. Right. And, um, the, Hopefully, when, well, you're not going to spend a whole lot of time here because you're going to go to the last part uh, very quickly. But here's a couple of <laughs> here's a couple of things that you you'll be able a few signs that you're in the mud. Uh, administration complicates and strangles progress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get administratively heavy. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, and policies become more important than people. Careful. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. And then the same thing with values and actions don't align. I would nope. circle that one big oh, time. Absolutely. Values and actions don't align. You're not walking the talk. That's right. That's right. And and we tend to lose trust during this phase. Mm -hmm. So uh, trust is fading. And here here's the big one though that I think is really important. And so if you were the leader of a business, if you were the leader of a team, this is where you could get caught in the mud because you deny that there's any problems. 
leaders mm. begin to deny that there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And the company itself could outgrow the leader at this point. That's exactly right. And then the focus has now shifted from growing to protecting. Ooh, so wrap your arms around it. It's going to be okay. Just That's wrap right. your arms around it. That's mm -hmm. right. That's mm -hmm. right. And so you won't stay there long because then you end up on the Titanic. I feel like we could have the theme song or Celine Dion could, singing right now. Um, yeah, or standing at the beginning of the ship before the tragedy happens with right. our arms open wide. There yeah, you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The ship is sinking. Uh-huh. And, and so if you, if you find that you're either in the treadmill or the mud, you've got to be able to have the courage to acknowledge it because if not, you're about to be the Titanic and the ship is sinking. You have to be able to recreate yourself and it is very possible and maybe very painful during this time that you need a new leader. Yeah. And, and, you know, here's where you have to be careful if you're here it's a relaunch. It if is you're a relaunch. here, you're past tweaking. That's it right. could even mean it's time to replace yourself. And I'm not saying step out of the company. No. I'm saying it could be time to replace yourself as the leader and go find somebody that can do a better job with you and you just reposition yourself in the company with Or go them. start another one. Oh, because yeah. a lot of times the leaders are really good at getting it started. It's the maintaining and getting it here that they may struggle with. So it's it's really being aware of where do you shine? Where do you excel? Mm -hmm. so. You just have to change your approach as a leader at this point. That's and, right. you know, out of all the phases, Debbie, what where does every leader want to stay? Oh, we want to be in the zone, of course. Yeah. Right. We yeah. want to be there. So let's recap those just very quickly. And then um, let's give a couple of questions as far as it everybody can take away to kind of think about as we wrap up. So okay. uh, we're in the launch phase, getting started. Um, then we've got the the go-go phase or the blowing and going phase, right? Mm -hmm. um, hanging on. This yep. may be too much. By your fingertips. Yeah. Take it away, Terry, with the rest of them. It's the zone. This is as good as it gets. This is the place you want to stay. You've just got to keep figuring out how to stay here. The treadmill. All of us have been on a treadmill. You're go you're you're working really hard and you're going nowhere. Right? Yep. yep. Possibly. Number six, the mud. The mud. This isn't fun anymore. Why am I doing this? Uh, emotions of man has the company outgrown me. And then the last one, the Titanic. We're sinking. Yep. Is the ship sinking? What do I need to do? Do I need to relaunch, replace? And um, at that point, we know which phase we want to stay in. Although we know that you can cycle through these, the key is catching it and being accountable to catching it all the time. And Debbie, I don't know if you want to leave them with some uh, discussion questions or things yeah. they could take away from this and ask themselves about their own business or their own position in the company that they're in. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the first one is to kind of know, um, first of all, where are you at currently? And, mm -hmm. and whatever your organization business team is, where would you put yourself right now? Um, and knowing what the other phases are, then, of course, you would hopefully identify what's appropriate, um, you know, what's the appropriate action to take based on what we've got, okay? And then I would also look at if you are the business leader of a team, of an organization, where is your strength zone? And being able to understand that usually uh, where, where the leader or the founder of the business or team begins to struggle is in that hanging on phase, uh, because now it's time to have to let go of people 
and, and just make sure that you know where your strength zone is so that you don't ever get to the Titanic before you have to replace yourself. Yeah. So those would be the actionable items that I have. And so this is, you know, we, we trust that this is valuable to you guys to understand the cycle that a business and a team can go through. Um, mm -hmm. It's natural cycles and they've each got um, symptoms, if you will, and areas that you need to focus on. And it's not just business, right? This is this could be family. It could be family. This could be your family. This could be a personal relationship. Yeah. So it's applicable to all. Yep, I believe so. So, all right. Well, we trust that you've got value out of this. And um, I guess we can... We can close this out. So thank you guys for listening to the Matters of Influence podcast. We hope you'll subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends on social media. And for some, for, for more on us, this podcast, you can join our Matters of Influence Facebook page and our information site at mattersofinfluence.com. Cool. Yeah. And we invite you to rate the podcast. Give it a review because that's going to help us not only get exposure, but it will let us know what things are helpful and what maybe are not helpful. And so until next time, keep it real. Be the best you and be the best you can be. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.